Dean Devlin and Jonathan Glasner teamed up to create a new space series on sci-fi called The Ark. Everyone Wanted to Be on This Ship is the title of the first episode. It's 50 minutes and streaming free on YouTube. On this podcast, we like to check out and discuss the most recent installments of a different series every show. It's February 6th, and you're listening to today's episode. So to kick off the episode, I thought it'd be cool if we started off with a game called Would It Surprise You? I've got four facts here about the arc, and one of them is obviously fake. Can you choose which one it okay. is? Okay. Okay. The first thing is that the Chinese spy satellite hovering over Montana that was recently shot down was actually a failed marketing campaign by Sci-Fi to promote this show. Yeah, okay, that's that's, that's a fake one. That's the that's fake, fake one? one. That's you think that, so? I don't, I don't have to hear any of the other ones. All right, that's well, here are the other ones. One. This isn't the only ARC show to come out this year. ARC, the animated series starring Gerard Butler and David Tennant, is a show based off a video game, ARC Survivor Evolved, that's coming out later in 2023. Never heard of ARC Survivor Evolved. So what is it? ARC Survivor Cabal? Evolved. Evolved, okay. Yeah, it's a video game. All right. All right, and then this next one is Dean Devlin, the show creator, or the co-creator, also the writer, director, and producer of the first episode, was also the writer of the 1998 Godzilla movie, Geostorm, <laughs> and also another show that we did earlier called Almost Paradise. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last one is the whole thing was filmed in Serbia for budgetary constraints. They, remember Pandora? Yeah. Yeah. No, Pandora, I, I definitely remember Pandora. Pandora yeah. was filmed in Bulgaria. Bulgaria and Syria, Serbia uh, share a border. <laughs> but it's not to be confused with Syria. Because at first when I read it, I was like, wait, that's okay, Serbia. And you're yeah. saying one of these is fake. One of them is fake. I, I still am going with the first one. Yes, it is the first one. <laughs> Apparently, this is what the uh, Dean Devlin said. He said, this is a show that would cost four or five times what the budget we had to do it on. So the only way to give it the size and scope that was necessary was to go to Serbia. Uh, which yeah, is crazy. It already, but it already seemed cheap that way. Like, yeah. if you don't have enough money for it, Look, why would you try and do that? This isn't here to compete with The Expanse, even though that also started on sci-fi. It's not here to compete with the foundation on Apple. It's not here to be like... A massive space show i think it's just another pandora but i might be wrong you tell me i no, i 100 agree with you pandora is like the prime example i would use whenever i would be talking about this TV how about show. if i threw some other ones out there another life that katie sackoff show ran for two seasons one was on netflix it oh, wasn't very never good. saw it never yeah saw it. how about passengers because the plot yes kind of... it's it definitely um it's there's a lot of parallels this is the synopsis chris pratt waking up like in one of those chambers yeah and... it, in, in just two lines, I got spacecraft arc one, correct me if I'm wrong, encounters a catastrophic event on a mission to secure the survival of the human race. The remaining crew must survive with a lack of life-sustaining supplies, loss of leadership, and over a year until they can reach the target planet. Yes, it starts off with Sharon Grant, and there's a ton of sleep chambers, and suddenly there's, like, this breach, and, like, people are waking up, and they're having to get out of here because this ship is about to tear into two. This is the beginning scene. So, unlike with Chris Pratt, where he was the only one to wake up when the, sh when the ship... He was the only one to wake up when the ship malfunctioned, 
everyone's waking up well at the there's same a little time. bit of a difference sharon grant is the first person we see and she's starting to wake up different people from different like sleep chambers and who's sharon grant uh she's uh, the main character she's a lieutenant and later lieutenant, on in yeah. the episode she ends up being one of the like three that hold the most power because it turns out that a ton of people starting off this show just die like you're able to see some well, that's people... what the uh emergency is i assume yeah some people are able to make event. it some people are able to make it into the room next to them like there's a lot of characters in this tv show that are still alive is it like oxygen deprivation where just everyone's sucked out into space it's just it, like the whole ship that whole room that's Collapses. keeping all of them just breaks apart okay like, yeah completely. but what i'm saying is like is are all these things just flying off into the ether into i mean nowhere? yeah yeah after, right. that's how it starts off and, and then we get and to it looks the cheap. intro yeah, I mean, the whole show looks cheap. There really was not one part of this. Like, it felt like a show that could, would come out in 2004. Mm. <laughs> like, that's the best way I feel like to describe it. Okay, because it does remind me a little bit of the second season of For, Man, For All Mankind when uh, they started shooting bullets and suddenly, like, uh, the oxygen and the people started that. getting pulled through the windows. But that looked really cool. It looked really cool. So how did this look cheap? I think it just didn't have the budget that it needed to. It's not memorable. And really, even though it starts off with a scene where you're supposed to see like a ton of people die, it just yeah. felt like it was all cheap. Really but did you blocky. not see the people die? You see like some of the sleep chambers once the sh you do see the ship break apart and the sleep chambers go out into outer space. But even that didn't even look realistic. Why not? Is it just bad CGI or does it look like someone's holding up like a, a spaceship on a string? It's not. The first scene is not like awful with the CGI in terms of like everything. It just didn't look like it looked like a show that came out. You know when there was like a ton of like Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, that yeah. You said two thousand four already. Two thousand four. That's just what it felt like, but it felt like even lesser so. And I feel like we're almost past the point now where a show being set up in space you need to have more for all mankind you have uh kind of rewriting of history and all that stuff with things like the expanse you have them also taking place on earth and venus and you can pick really all these different type of tv shows that do something different in space this just felt like the driving force was they wanted to make a show about space but they didn't really have anything to go with I don't want to disagree with you because the reviews have been pretty negative for this pilot. However, when you bring up things like Battlestar Galactica from 2004, that that's considered like the first show to actually step it up. I to was a bringing up good examples. Gear. I was trying to bring out to bring up good examples. I was trying to show like the differences of which like space TV show uh -huh. came from the early 2000s to now. Yeah, well, for for all the For All Mankinds and Expanses, at least the first two seasons of For All Mankind, uh, you you have like really bad space shows that have come out recently, and uh, again the another life one was not the best pandora away so away, yeah. when you saw away that was based on the actual events of like mark kelly's brother you can't really compare away to the arc because like i said away almost felt like it was a documentary mm -hmm. in, a, in a certain sense like it felt like it was realistic the well, arc it had a 6.6 .6 on imdb pandora has a 4.2 on imdb do you want to guess what this has on imdb i think it has probably i guess like a four maybe last i checked a 3.6 a 3.6 well honestly it's well deserved there's no characters that are memorable they are so surface level and so stereotypical in their own way and even though there's a lot of them that i feel like the show is trying to like kind of put in the seeds for or really give you a reason to like them they're just not good okay like so you have... take us through the day of sharon garnett because that's her name right mm -hmm. 
Okay. So yeah, it, it, she. Uh, I will. I can't go through the characters first because I feel like it would be easier. Yeah. Sharon Garnett, Spencer Lane, James Bryce. Those. Those are people? the yeah. Those are the three that are in command because they go searching for the captain and the captain is dead. She must have been in the room when like or part of the ship that broke off. Yeah. And then you have Trent. Trent is someone who lost his mom and a family member close to him named Suzanne. That's actually something that we see in the first scene. Trent is trying to like really hard to open up this chamber, the sleep chamber. Trent's not a main character, is he? I did all the other characters i'm mentioning are side characters gotcha then we have alicia nevins she's a nerd character she's supposed to be someone that's kind of undervalued at her job she's a waste she works for like the waste management department Mm -hmm. uh, like at the beginning of the episode but by the end of the episode she like is really in computers and is able to save the ship so therefore she's probably going to have a higher job she she reminds me of the avenue five character the lady in that who like took over for the main engineer but she originally was just supposed to be like in charge of the eels or something Yeah, yeah no honestly that's a good comparison then you also have angus he's the nerd boy character that is like trying to plant crops but needs a lot of fertilizer so him and alicia are kind of working close together because again she works for the waste management okay. in the first episode and then you have felix a security guard who really doesn't say much but uh the i guess the big plot in this episode is they're trying to save water they're about a year off course from where they're supposed to be because earth is dying and they were trying to find a new like kind of um homeland and therefore, it was a, they were supposed to wake up two weeks before the ship landed. But because of like the whole entire breach and everything that happened, it was knocked off course. And they're not going to have enough water or really enough uh, food or even enough maybe fuel possibly to even make it to this planet. And I felt like one of the biggest problems with the show was that it didn't decide to just stick with one thing. They were trying to throw in all these different problems that they were going to have to deal with, which, I mean, might work for a movie because in the movie it's two hours and it's done. But for a TV show, it turns out to be really hectic because it's like it seems like the show is trying to throw in so many solutions to so many different things. I usually hear the opposite. When there's something so complicated, it's better to spread it out over a bunch of episodes than it is to put it into a movie where it would just be like claustrophobic my point is though my point is though is that if they wanted to focus on the water storyline they should focus on the water storyline the crop storyline the crop storyline though like this other breach that happens later on the episode focus on that but it just tried to do too much i felt like they're all really really young right yeah i mean yeah so i'm curious whether or not the genre is supposed to be more for teens or is it supposed to be is this a space drama is it a comedy is it a mix they try to throw it's a mix of both it's but it's definitely for like a young adult audience because Mm -hmm. none of the characters here seem like they had anything beyond supposed to look good like the other shows on the network that are pretty popular right now are chucky and resident alien right yeah so does this fit into that vibe at all does it do you think that like it could be the top three no this is no even, this one's not gonna this get a second season i i really hope it doesn't at least from the first episode it just felt like it so much was going on and nothing was happening at the same time it takes 30 minutes before it even decides where it wants to go and then even as the last 25 minutes are going down and it's supposed to be this big like kind of chase thing like what's going to happen it yeah, doesn't feel take me through that though like you've introduced a lot of characters but like tell me the plot besides just that they're looking to get to another planet well again the fact that they want to grow crops and yes. go water is, I, I is get a all huge that, yeah. is a huge 
huge deal. You also have, like, a weird blonde lady who I didn't even get the name of that, like, was trying to take a shower and then Felix stops her and, like, doesn't allow her to. Oh, because he's, to. He's, she's using too much yeah, water. Or, that reminds me a lot of, again, Expanse in the first season where they were monitored for the amount of water that they could have outside of Earth. Yeah, no, and, and it's, like, they even put together this council that agrees to let Angus grow this food because, uh, like, it, one of the people, I think it was James Bryce, was mad at Sharon Garnett because Sharon Garnett, again, the main character, was talking to Angus and was like, yeah, go ahead and do so. So they're, like, actually trying to come up with, like, a solution with all these different shit malfunctions and, and, and all this different stuff. But 30 minutes into the episode, yeah, there, a huge shit malfunction happens. A huge breach again that mm-hmm. it seems like all, second the, one. all the characters, all the oxygen is being ripped out of the ship. Yeah. So they have to put on these helmets, but some of the helmets don't even have oxygen in them. And then all these characters that we've seen in the pilot like are either on death's door or, or different stuff. And, and one of the people who is supposed to really be like the head of the department that's able to actually do coding for the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what his alias was, but he just he faked his like he faked his job because he was trying to get on the ship because he was scared of Earth dying way sooner than maybe even scientists were predicting. Okay. His name was Mal. And so they end up like arresting him, but then also that's when uh, <laughs> this, is, this is causing me to think of so many other space shows because then in the arresting or someone pretending a stowaway basically that reminds me a lot of Lost in Space where you yeah. have the lady doctor who really isn't a doctor but really just an evil like uh, psychopath. <laughs> and that's when Alicia Nevins decides to like kind of show her skills and she's able to like figure out what the ship malfunction is. And then they even try to have this weird kind of ending scene where Sharon Garnett they're keeping Malcolm in this this uh different room. like a cell yeah we kind of he's like handcuffed to a pipe and uh-huh. it's a very small room and sharon uh garnett is like you know what i'm thinking a death sentence is probably going to be the best for you once we're able to actually contact oh i thought uh, she meant like source. right then like they were going to disperse him out the airlock like in avenue five or maybe an outer what was that one show that came out on yahoo a long time ago the space show uh other space other space where they like released dave franco yeah outside the airlock yeah yeah and i like it when people <laughs> when they do that that's a cool scene they always did. They didn't do anything like that, though, because Malcolm starts, like, threatening because apparently he had some information on Sharon Garnett, how she used to be an alcoholic, or or it was just, like, some random story he told, and by the end of the episode, everyone goes to Malcolm to see what they're going to do, and Malcolm has his throat slit, and the show is trying to... So Malcolm does die. He just doesn't die in the way I thought he would. The show's trying so hard to be like, oh, Sharon Garnett, she really did kill him, and it's like, no, this is obvious. (laughs) The show doesn't have the, like, guts or confidence to even pull off something like Like, that. Like, the main character is not going to be a cold-blooded killer this yeah. is not going to be the next breaking bad yeah no, in, in no way and i i mean that in terms of the fact that this feels like a tv pg show but uh-huh. also just the fact that the show doesn't have anything new or compelling so, <laughs> so when you watch the orville i think there was like an explosion that was in a dream sequence yes yeah, so that beginning. was at the beginning of and you talked one. about how amazing that that looked like it you said it was really really, really cool so in comparison to this because they both start off in a very similar sequence except one was just a dream this show as soon as it was done with that immediate ca- catastrophe at the beginning, just was not able to assemble itself together I'll in a meaningful way. I'll say this. Way. Throughout, throughout the show, they would show the exterior of the ship. Uh, one thing that I did find cool was that they would like pan the camera up and you would see the whole ship. And the room that they would show would then cut to what was happening inside the room. And so whenever they showed that and they showed the exterior, it always looked really good. But the funny thing is, is that aside from the CGI looking good inside the 
the sets, so much of it was just interior and gray, and the lighting felt like a soap opera, mm. and it felt like there was so just way too much there. That's very oh, very much Pandora, except I would say this is maybe a tinge better, because it feels like there was active... Like, and you can tell... I mean, Dean Devlin and Jonathan Glasner are not the same. Like, the uh, Pandora people were kind of just, like, new, or, or they were kind of running it by the... And it was on CW as well. Well, but, this is this is sci-fi, so it's not like there's way... Like, there's a step a tier above. They're kind of both the same. I will say the acting also wasn't even that great, but I really can't blame the actors that much, because it script. seems like the script they were given, you can't really do anything well, with. Well, when you talk about the exterior shot, and you talk about throat slitting, it also reminds me of the Night Flyers show that George R. R. Martin had a season I don't remember of. that. That was, like, uh, his other book that was supposed to be the first edition that came out after, um, or during, I think, Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. uh, that that was going to launch, but then just became nothing. <laughs> it also had, like, psychopathic characters on the ship. Did it not do, so it did not do it, well? It wasn't great. Um, the interesting thing about this show is that the reviews are complicated. So, The Daily Beast agrees with you. It calls it a travesty. <laughs> That's... <laughs> but, wow and then but variety is also negative it says it's non-stop exposition and it's brutal yes pacing. i didn't i didn't mention that but i did i did have that in my notes every single character in every single scene the amount of exposition they say like oh we have to do this because as you know yeah. they always do that let's, thing let's and let's just say what you already know or everybody. whatever i completely like forgot time is of that. the essence right but now. that is a huge problem with this show every single character exposition every scene fans also pointed out that there was an issue with the science part because everybody there's artificial gravity on the ship and they explain that through the centrifugal force that the ship is moving in a circle right yeah but they were saying that it was moving in the wrong direction <laughs> during one scene so they should not have been able to just stand and that the gravity just it, like if they were going to do the science of it they should have done what the expanse did and actually like took some time with it and tried to figure out what they were doing yeah honestly whenever it got to its explanations as to what was going on i think that they're you're talking about a scene where they assembled everyone and that's the scene where sharon garnett has to say hey the captain is dead and tell everyone on the ship and say we're the three main captains now but honestly whenever it got to that point i guess kind of zoned out because i was like this is unimportant but if the fans are able to tell if the ship is spinning in the wrong direction you'd think that they would be able to tell. Oh, like, I, yeah, I'm not giving any excuse, but I'm just, yeah. Yeah, it, it takes place in the future, though, right? I think so. Yeah, mm -hmm. I forgot when, when exactly. I thought it was like 100 years in the future. Probably. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds like you were really, really into the show. Any big twists that they talked about? Again, I, mean, I think the biggest twist was just the was just Sharon. Malcolm just being dead, in and the whether end. Sharon did it. Yeah, anything is Spencer Lane supposed to be like a love interest or or James Bryce? Like, what what are their roles? James Bryce was the second in command. He has a scene at the beginning where he's supposed to be really cocky, and he like gets out of this bathtub, and he's completely nude, and it's oh, supposed God. to show that he's <laughs> that he's kind of a. But dick. they don't show that. They're just like, no. It's the... it's from the back. Okay. But then you also see. I think at the end of the episode, Alicia. He gives like uh, the job for computer coding or something. And then also <laughs> you have Spencer Lane and yeah, probably like a weird love triangle that's going to happen for this show. Mm -hmm. I was just so done. Even by the beginning scene, even after the intro, I was just already so done with this show. I was like, I can tell that this is You were checking out already. already. Yeah. And I, it, it was really hard to try and pay attention. When you say the nude scene from the back though, it just reminds me of Time Traveler's Wife. The amount of times that I had to see <laughs> the main actor, like they showed just the butt shot. It was just like the Terminator shot constantly that they were going for because whenever he flashed back in time he was always nude 
the 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 funny thing about the cast though is that they've all been in stuff but like never as like main 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 characters mm-hmm. you've got people from blind manor and billy the kid made the outpost the sandman but like all, all these people all none stuff of them we've seen but yeah i didn't even recognize any of them well yeah because they appear in like one or two episodes and it, it's just interesting that they all moved to uh serbia for a good i guess few months in order to film all this i never like to say this about a show but i don't even see potential for it to get any better like this feels like it's going to be a standard episode nothing more nothing less and the standard episode that they gave us was pretty bad so So it's interesting you say that because most reviewers were given four episodes right Uh and normally we like to just concentrate on the show episode that we're speaking about yeah so everyone wanted to be on the ship by the way why is it oh uh, yeah i should probably mention yeah malcolm that's that's his explanation when he's speaking to sharon garnett this is right before he is about to um threaten her and he says everyone wanted to be on the ship that's the reason why he was able to sneak on because that was his explanation as to why so like with raising wolves everybody else on earth is basically dead i mean I think scientists said for Earth it's supposed to take like either 50 or 75 years before the planet is just so uninhabitable. And it's supposed to be because of climate change, right? Yeah, yeah. And, so, he, yeah. and he was saying, what if it's actually less? What if it's like, you know, one year, two weeks, whatever. So he was just trying to get on a ship. That's why it's called that. Yeah. So what I was going to say, though, is that with these four episodes that some places got, there ended up being a little bit of a shift. Like people were expecting that after the first few episodes, there might be a turn in the way that people look at the show. For instance, Roger Ebert gave it a partially positive review, saying that by the fourth episode, it becomes a modest adventure, a clever pseudoscience space show. Hollywood Reporter also hinted that it gets better after the first few episodes, and Den of Geek said it was a welcome space sci-fi throwback, which makes me think legitimately that it's right now just going through some freshman like difficulties to but if kick this is, off it, but it, like that by episode four it redefines itself sort of like the orville maybe and like becomes better if or this like, is freshman difficulties then this is like bottom of the barrel freshman difficulties i will say but uh, how crazy would that be if it showed this as you're saying bad in a couple episodes says okay well we're actually going to take a serious note here or we're going to make it like they're supposed to shift tones or genres or something that makes it better again well the arc isn't it's not a comedy it's not like just like bad comedy there are jokes Hmm. that they have in it but it is trying to be dramatic at different points yeah what i'm saying though is that you would immediately write this off you said that you would not watch another episode right yeah so i think you should i think you should watch (laughs) the four episodes and then Maybe in the next podcast, there's even, we'll there's just even mention characters. It. There's even characters that we didn't even talk about, like Eva. She is the yeah, head of Maynard. And yeah, she's like secretly dating a guy, and but she doesn't want it to be let out to the ship. And then that guy just ends up randomly dying during this breach. Like oh. just, ran, just random stuff that feels like it didn't have any bearing on the actual plot. It sounds like the 100 a little bit. Yeah, you can make that comparison. But I also, the 100 was liked. I also said 4,400. Oh. <laughs> Either of them. It's like everything. <laughs> It's just everything and nothing at the same time. That's what the uh, the walk away is for this show. Yeah. So anything else you want to add? I mean, if I see, you said that the IMDb score is like a 3.6 right now. But right? the IMDb score doesn't, it probably is just judged on the one episode that's been released. 
But for the critics, I don't see like usually critics like to jump on. You know, if a show yeah. is bad, they're all going to like take out the claws and like start unless maybe it's the Guardian and then you get a weird review. I'll skip through the next couple episodes, see if there's like a interesting plot line, and if that's the case, I might watch another episode. But my my well, it's review, not the episode. you, you got to watch all four. My review for this pilot <laughs> yeah. is a three out of ten. Three out of ten. All right. Well, that's where we'll leave it then. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. Bye. Bye.